previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. And Jet's going to grab Edith's arm and just be like, I need you to tell me where my brother is now before Eve tries to kill you again. Like, oh, are we doing a speed soul access? Jet is just done. When you remove your hands from the horn, a rush of information comes into your head. Okay. You can see that your brother is completely safe. And he was saved by a person in a Kringle suit. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. My goal is to have Edith banished from this area so that we may uh, acquire another church of Yonsei. And hopefully she will bring her amazing self here so that we may have a little chat. Um, so basically, you're trying to remove a religion from an area to replace it with yours. Is that correct? We here in the Church of Yonsei do not doubt our goddess. You can have that sword that doesn't work for you anymore, and you can actually just stick it wherever you want. Um, preferably (laughs) not in me, but if need be, (laughs) stick it in me, you can stick it in me. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I am putting a putting green in my backyard. Oh, how my mask or mask? Uh, from what your TikTok said, it's a putting brown, but okay. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, okay. It's not green yet, that's true. Uh, I rent, so I'm just writing a very strongly worded letter to my landlord to leave the dandelions alone for the pollinators. Oh, Aww. You goddamn cottage cordless <laughs> You are adorable. I'm Brandon. I play Terra Deck, and uh, I recently learned while studying for my architecture exams. I'm an architect, by the way. Um, <laughs> did you guys know? Like everyone knows that warmth is a word. Did you guys know that coolth is also a word? No. Like if you open up the freezer, you can feel the coolth coming off. I C O O L T H. Uh huh. Cool. Okay. I'm literally googling this right now because that goes against my religion. Right. I heard it first, and I was like, "That's not." It kind of feels like you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool. my god! It's literally a real thing. Cool. Damn. A pleasantly low temperature. <laughs> the cool of the evening. I. A state or occasion of being cool. Oh, uh, it makes me want to slap somebody. 1960s cool. cool. Man, do you feel the cool for the other side of the pillow? <laughs> I oh. literally, oh my god, that made my back itch and I, my throat <laughs> tighten. Hey. Someone has to get married and start like their vowels with Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines <laughs> cool as. <laughs> as a fake word. Unlike your love, which is real. Aww. Uh, I'm Tisha, and any word that is used is a word. So I think that you are being gatekeepers on language, and that is ridiculous. So if someone wants to use a word, they should be allowed to use a word. Are we the gatekeepers? You literally just made fun of me for saying roof. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Write a fucking letter to Merriam-Webster. We don't need this. No, Merriam-Webster is a historical record of words. They are they they contain words that have been used. 
we are the people that define what words are. So if we use fetch oh <laughs> continuously, it is a word no. that is used. So Well, according to Webster's Dictionary, fetch is defined as never going to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play St. Eve of Laurent. And the newest trend on TikTok is white girl dancing. And I've never felt more visible or seen like... That is my new sexuality. So, your new sexuality is a white girl. White girl dancing. Last week it was stupid man like, thing. So he's evolving. I'm evolving week by week. Internet sensation by internet sensation. He started out as an Evie, so this is a long way. That's fair. He started out as an Evie. Uh... Now I'm a flary vapory jolt. Tion. With raisins in your potato salad. Never in this oh. lifetime or the next. I'd rather burn on a cross. I'd Bring rather raisins. take uh. Jesus Christ's place on a cross <laughs> than put raisins in my potato salad. Could you imagine so, being like teleported back like 2,000 years to ancient Rome? Be like, this is a potato salad with raisins in <laughs> it. Horrible. Yeah, say that to Jesus' face. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are you here? Raisins, come on down. Let's go. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> so our our question for today is, uh, what did you collect as a kid and now realize that could be worth tons of money if you would have kept it? I'll go first. So I collected as a child um, basketball cards. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so I had, no, I had um, a rookie Dennis Rodman card. I had a rookie uh, Scottie Pippen. I was so into Chicago Bulls basketball when I was a child. I had all of, I had Michael Jordan rookie card, Dennis Jesus. Rodman, and like the dream team, and Scottie Pippen. And Dennis Rodman was my favorite basketball player when I was a child. I loved him. And I traded his rookie card for a Tom and Jerry uh, top for my Barbie doll. What? Oh my God. <laughs> I did. I don't get it. Uh, to this girl named Paula. And I still, I mean, I'm, I think I'm friends with her on Facebook still. Super cool chick. You know, whatever, I remember being very upset that I had traded it to her and being like, I want to trade back, please, because my brother took the top off of that Barbie doll and put her head in his pants. (laughs) And I just have just a Barbie doll with a Tom and Jerry top, but I don't have her head. I really want my rookie Dennis Rodman card back. Please trade me. And she wouldn't. But I used to collect... That's the only reason she's still on Facebook. (laughs) I used to collect basketball cards. And I kept trading them as I got older for Barbie doll clothes. And I regret that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Also, why is your brother gross? Why would he do that? (laughs) I love my brother. I just invited my brother to our World of Warcraft server... And he's amazing and wonderful and funny and whatever. Um, But 
he did when he was younger, he would take my Barbie's heads off and put them in his pants. He would like pop their heads ah, off a man of and culture. I would just be like with headless body, <laughs> headless Barbies. Your brother is on Facebook, right? Yes. Steven. I just have to do the, uh, <clears throat> is he fine test? He's cute. <laughs> um, so one of my very good gay friends called him Abraham Lincoln because he was wearing a top hat once. Does he have a beard? He didn't have a beard beard. Um, he's more of a neck beard. But <laughs> like on purpose or just genetically? Genetically. Sad. Okay. I'm gonna join Jonathan in this. But moment. he <laughs> Okay. While you guys are looking him up on Facebook, I will go with my answer. <laughs> I collected beanie babies as a kid, but it was not for the monetary value of them. I uh my brother and I he maybe not have been as willing in this as I remember because we're seven years apart. So I kind of got to do what I want. We used to set up like forts in the basement and have beanie baby battles. Mm. And we would like playground style pick, which beanie baby we got in our arsenal as like our ammunition. And we would just chuck them at each other across the basement until somebody cried. (laughs) And let me guess it was always him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you get that inchworm one. You can really wing that thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get that one, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a good one. I'm going to smack him hard. He got some good licks in, too. It wasn't totally un- Well, it was unfair, but, yeah, we just played until he cried. So you had a bunch of beanie babies that are not worth anything at this moment, but at one point they were worth something. Yeah. I mean, I even, like, bought the Princess Diana bear, and I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this in the box. And I was like, no, I'm going to throw it at your fucking head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So my answer is very, uh, very older sibling. But it sounds like you knew. I'm also an older sibling. You knew there was value in that Princess Diana beanie baby. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it doesn't outweigh the immediate effect of beating it at your brother's head. She had that little rose on her chest, which was like a nice like thumb holder, so you can get a good grip on her when oh you my throw God. her. Tactical beanie baby. <laughs> um, I just spent all of my money on books. I was a really big reader growing up, so I have a. F- they used to buy first edition hard copies as first uh, as soon as they would come to the local bookstore um, and they would be worth money. But a lot of them, I just we just like all of them, I, me and my siblings read until they fell apart. So they don't, I think, have real value aside from sentimental and then rocks. Oh, I love how nerdy you are, Katie. Thank you. I was also like in the middle of nowhere, so we didn't get any of the cool stuff. I got like one Tamagotchi, got a Webkins a big deal when we got a webkins they were like pets that you could go online and register so it'd be like a virtual pet as opposed to the real actual live animals that lived in your house i didn't realize how valuable webkins were until my dog had torn up my mother's dog's toy that was their favorite and i'm like well i'll just buy them a new one of this and it was some lion webkins and i'm like okay let me just go and I'm like, $75 for a fucking stuffed animal? No. Yeah. I'm sorry wow. that my dog destroyed this, but <laughs> I'm not, not paying $75 for your dog to cuddle. I mean, I mean, I feel bad because their dog didn't destroy it. My mom, my mother's dog did not destroy this Webkins and loved this lion Webkins. And I came up to visit, and my dog came up and, like, just tore it apart. Like, pulled all the stuff in out. And Damn. 
yeah, my dog is my dog can be a dick. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'll I'll buy a different lion toy, but I'm not buying this specific one that my dog tore up because seventy five dollars seems ex- very expensive. Yeah, no, for a, for not a, for a dog toy. For just a cuddle buddy. Yeah, I'm not no. paying I'm not paying $75 for a cuddle buddy for myself. <laughs> I mean Brandon would depending on what pictures on it. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Brandon, I I really hope that your cuddle buddy did not cost $75. Uh, my stuffed boyfriend was about 60, I think. Dang, $60? Yeah, but his feet are out, so you know. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't I don't know. You gotta pay extra for that. It's been it's been a long quarantine. <laughs> Where we I didn't go. Did everyone else go? I didn't have anything that like used to be super valuable, although kind of related to what Tisha said earlier. We used to collect Pokemon cards and the ice cream man that came around would accept Pokemon cards as currency for ice cream. So what? he basically just robbed a bunch of neighborhood children. Um, wow. That's yeah. genius. It was a very good idea for him, but also super shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's shady as hell. So, like, all of our valuable Pokemon cards are gone, but we got popsicles. Um, I used to collect snow globes, like big, fancy Disney snow globes. Oh. But they're not, like, super duper valuable. They're just, like, way pretty and probably, like, close to $100 a piece. Okay. Do you still have a bunch of them? Yeah, I still have them. They're neat. They they play songs from the movies. They're great. That's cool that you hung on to them. Yeah. But I don't buy any more. That's like it. What about you, Jonathan? So I was going to gaslight all of you, and I decided not to. So um, okay. the thing that I used to... <laughs> Uh, I never collected these, but I'm actually inheriting uh, this collection whenever I get my first house. Whenever I was a kid, my mother collected, like, the Victorian houses. Oh. Like, we had our entire living room during Christmas was, like, filled with, like, this village. Oh, yes. Of, like, Victorian houses and, like, porcelain houses and shit like that. And I imagine, like, since some of that shit is, like, almost 100 years old now, I imagine Mm -hmm. they're, like expensive yeah but yeah yeah, it's like it's like over 200 houses oh that's insane and they all sit in my uh family home's attic until we take them off for christmas and put them on display are you saying that you're a millennial homeowner when i will be wow so yeah knock on wood jonathan i've got my fingers crossed for you me too because i really want that yeah it's it's um it's between me and my sister whoever gets our house first Inherits the village. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was me and my brother, I know that we'd, like, talk about it and probably split them between the ones we wanted. Oh, no. It's all or nothing in this house. <laughs> I want all of those okay, houses. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. What do you get to do with 200 tiny houses? Put them on display during Christmas time. <laughs> and then put them away for 11 months. Exactly. Sorry, it's a stupid Look, We question. have this conversation at our house because we have about 30 of those things downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it's Mark is the happiest when he spends the entire night just setting up these damn things and all the fake snow and all the people, th- whatever. Loves it. Loves it. Great. Absolutely. It's my happy conversation. Too. So I get the appeal of them. It's really interesting. And I, I like the dynamic 
between all of us on what our traditions are, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a cool discussion. Yeah. But we Agreed. are not here to have a discussion on weird. Uh, on I, I said weird. I did not mean weird. But we are not here to have your family. We are not here to have a discussion <laughs> on family tradition. Uh, we are here to play D and D. So mm -hmm. we're here. Oh, sorry, never mind. Let me cut. We are here <laughs> now. The question are, comes: are. What happened last time? Okay. Um. So last um, time, uh, Eve. And did not was not able to kill Yidis. Um, and somehow they became best friends. Correct. I guess Benny and Jet like kind of decided how they were going to interact with each other from this point forward. I would say Jet is like walking on tiptoes around Benny, and Benny's like, I literally trust nothing but what I can touch, Chase and smell. That's the vibe that I got. That's, yeah. Benny has has expressed her mistrust in absolutely everybody. Tara and Jet are, are, are questioning their choice in friends. Yeah, yeah. Eve went from crazed bloodlust to laughing with Yidis and has now instructed Benny to bring Anamik to him uh, in order for him to eliminate the uh, threat and then continue with welcoming Yonsei to... Uh, his new church on Yidis Island. And Benny has just said that she will uh, leave to send a message and has walked away. And that is uh, where we left off. Yeah. I guess we'll start with Benny walking away. <laughs> so walking away, are you, send are you actually sending a message to anybody? Or were you just like, okay, I'm going to send a message. Bye. So, yeah, no, I mean, she's like, sure, I'll send a message. Her options to send a message, she has um, unlimited messages to Loxif, which she knows where, that's where Anamik is going. Uh-huh. Anamik told her that she could send an owl, which she doesn't have an owl. So she will send a message to Loxif and say, oh, she has 10, ten words, right? Ten words, unlimited times. Right. We can go back and forth, correct. All right. So she will say, she will say, um, hey, Loxif, what's up with Anamik? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and that makes ten. <laughs> <laughs> so Loxif will respond back and say, hey, Benny, what's up with Anamik? Any news? Question mark, exclamation point, at symbol. She responds back, Loxif, Anamik said that she was on her way to council. Any news? Uh, so to remind you, Benny, I believe Anamik told you that she was staying on the other side of the island for the night. And the, so she was staying on, on... Yes, she was staying on the other side of the island for the night, but then she was heading to council and she was going to meet me at council. Yes, she is meeting you at the council. Yes. So So I take it this is not past the night. Correct. You're still okay. on the same day still. All right. Um so erase that message. Backspace. <laughs> backspace, backspace. Um she will say on Haloxif, Anamik on her way to you. That cool? I think that's 11. No, that's 10. Uh, hey, Loxif. 
Anamik on her way to you. That cool. Quite. Am I preparing for battle? Is she a threat? That's my question to you. WTF. (laughs) WTF. No, all those count as three words. (laughs) (laughs) Figured you would give me an update on the situation. Anamik says, Hogum is Mayak, another party of mine as well. Can you confirm any of these facts? Cannot. What do you need from me? Is Hogum good? I believe so. Can you confirm? Let me send him a message. Then Benny is going to say, Why was Hogum at Buble Bay? Hogum's orders were to stay with Anamik. No mm. clue. Anamik was not at Buble Bay. Why was Hogum? Sounds like a question for the half-orc. Or Anamik. Who is the half-orc? Sally Ride? <laughs> I meant Hogum, but... Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a question for Hogum. Is Hogum there? I haven't seen Hogum at council, no. We were told Hogum and... What's, what's Jess' brother's name? Dwayne. Dwayne. Yes. We were told Hogum and Dwayne. Oh yeah, like Jet's brother were there. <laughs> Sorry, I just love the delayed reactions when we bring up Dwayne. I haven't seen them, but the council is big. Yeah. <sighs> Do you oh. trust Hogum? I trust everyone under my employ. Wasn't Anamik under your employ? Oh, uh, Yes. Yes. So you trust Anamik? Right now, the only person who says she's evil is... That's ten. Is who? Question, question, question. Dot, dot, dot. You. Well, motherfuck me. (laughs) Fuck. That does not help in any way. You haven't heard from Hogum since you sent him with... Uh, We have not communicated, no. Hogum and Anamik work independently. Why wouldn't you check in with your employees? This is just getting critical. Seems like an odd time to be questioning the captain. That's fair. I just don't know who to trust. Last time it was, we're going to get on a meek. We're going to save the day. And now you're like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it is because on came to her in person and... Did not attack her, did not do anything negative towards her, was very open and back offish. She's like, I don't trust you, but you haven't done anything negative and your explanation seems rational. Which is odd because I don't remember Jed or Tara ever doing anything to attack. No, they haven't done anything to attack, but a conspiracy theory t- 
towards Jet and um, Tara was brought up. So Benny jumped on it mm. because uh, Anamik did m- mention, and you didn't hear it, but Anamik did say, what about Tara? What about Jet? Like, they just kind of showed up. Yeah. And that's why Benny came out like, well, you just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Like, what's your story? Why are you here? That doesn't make any sense. If we see Hogum or Anamik, we'll hold for questioning. God, that does not help. Fuck. Okay, thanks. Please let me know ASAP. Trust always. When will you be needing a lift to council? Ooh. Benny says, can you take all of us now? Ring is out of juice. I've used it today already. Tomorrow at dawn. What's your location? I can be there at dawn. Benny gives her lo- their location, and it's going to be right at Trev P. Fountain. At Trev P. Fountain. Meet you there when lights come back on. So Benny comes back to Eve, and I'm assuming it, it are Jet and Tara there as well? Yeah, what did you guys do while Benny left? Were we all just sleeping on the beach? Eve. Catboy, yeah, catboy. Isn't Eve sleeping? Oh, you had your huts that, um... Yeah, we had our hut. You just made you guys. The laser hut, the farm hut, the London loft hut, and... The Redrummond Southern Bell hut. Yes. Country kitchen. Yes. So we would have all been in separate huts while Benny went off and had that conversation. I want to say that Eve didn't sleep. Eve was sewing. Okay. Mm. You can just be in your hut if you want to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, Jet's sleeping. It's been a long day. Okay. I think Terry's just kind of staring out the fake window of her fake loft, high-rise, whatever. Just wondering to herself how she got into this fucking mess. Jet's consoling herself with the fact that this all seems to be coming to a head soon anyways. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild, and she's not sure if this was the best move for her. And she's not sure how she can help her community Benny comes to Tara first and walks into her room her room her London loft hut yeah knocks on the door first come in hi so um here's the thing I'm not sure exactly what's happening I don't know who is really to trust here I do feel like you are somebody that I can trust. I mean, we did have that moment in the dirt earlier. <laughs> I called Loxif to come meet us at the Trev P. Fountain tomorrow morning. Okay. Is he a, he's a friend of yours? So Loxif is the head of the Guild of Benjen. We have been tasked by Loxif to fight the Mag. Is he going to be all right with me and Jet working with y'all? Yeah. I, I I think so, because I'm pretty sure that we have told him that y'all have joined um, working with us to fight the Mayak. Here's the thing. I, 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 I don't know who to trust, right? So I, I trust myself, and, and that's 
that's how I've I've been half today, and now this last half of the last part of the day, I just I'm just exhausted. Um, I trust myself only and explicitly, but it's too much to bear. I, I need some help. Well, I, I mean, to be totally honest, I don't. I appreciate that you only trust yourself, but from our perspective, Benny, you've been kind of losing it recently. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's fair. I don't know if we can trust you. I understand that. I I think that I'm just very critical of anybody who is trying to destroy other worlds and other religions, and I'm afraid of the end of the world. But all I want... Is for people to get along, and all I want is for, like, this easy medium where I'm not always on edge of knowing who's out to get me and who's not out to get me. And that's all I want. And I, I really don't think that you're out to get me, even though you did the weird, um, lamb thing with your head earlier. I don't think that you're out to get me. Right? Uh, I mean, I also don't think that I'm out to get you. Do should we get the others for this? What is it I mean, that you were asking me for? What I'm what I'm asking you for is to let's start this uh, I don't know, sisterhood of the traveling magics where we <laughs> where we trust each other in, implicitly implicitly and Kind of figure out what's going on from us outward. So you're asking me for an alliance? I mean, we've been buddies, right? Yeah, we have. But I'm curious as to why you'd be open to this with me, but not with Jet. Well, you know, I feel like Jet plays dumb sometimes, but Jet's not actually dumb. And... They haven't really opened up. Like, you've made fun of me. Like, thrown jabs <laughs> and jokes. and and But you have been there for me. You remember that time that we were, we were both humans that were um, with, with collars on? Oh, yeah. We were... I was a pet. I forgot about that. Yeah. And you kind of just... Um, Lord, I do look good in a tail. You, you did. Um, and, and you kind of, like gave up for the group and and maybe it wasn't necessarily a give up for you but you did sacrifice that uh humility for the group and i i just i don't know i i think that i'm a little lost but i do know that you seem to have a very solid reason to be here and are somebody that if I were to trust anybody but myself, it would be you. So I'm coming to you first. I appreciate your honesty and your openness. And let's start this. Do we have to do we actually have to travel with anything or is it just like a metaphorical traveling magic? Well, the, f- the first thing we have to do is, is hold hands and look into each other's eyes and say, I trust you. And then roll insight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Tara holds out her hands. Uh, Benny grabs Tara's hands and rolls for insight. Okay. 
Ooh, nat 20 plus four. Ooh, three plus four, seven. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so what does that mean? Do we believe each other that we're here for each other? And are you here for me? Yeah. I feel like so, I would know with the net 20. Yeah. I, yeah Tara it, would definitely know with that insight roll. Yeah. So Benny is absolutely giving her heart and soul at this moment to Tara. With a seven, what does Benny get back? Um, I think that you know that Tara wouldn't do anything to hurt you. You think that she's still like a little sketched out and cautious, but you know that she's on your side. On your side. Okay. But I think on what you don't know side. is that she's definitely going to fucking tell Jet as soon as we're out of here. <laughs> All right. So Benny completely trusts Tara at this moment. And she goes, okay, so we need to figure out um, from my perspective. And here are my notes. And she shows you her notes. And her notes are literally um, Anamik, Skull, Happy Face, Skull, Happy Face. And Just then, the ravings of a madman. Yeah, and then uh, you see the name Jet, and it's Happy Face, Happy Face, Skull, Yikes Face, like Unsure yikes Face, like the, the, I say Yikes Face, it's that um, emoji that is eyeballs, and then a, a teethy, flat, straight oh, line. Oh, yeah, like the straight line of teeth, yeah. The straight line of teeth. Um, and then you see Eve, Happy Face, Happy Face, Happy Face, Happy Face. And then, oh my God, I don't understand this. So she's like, so these are my findings so far. And she shows you this paper. And then, oh, Hogum is on there, and it's happy face, happy face, happy face, teethy, flatline. Is Tara's name on there? Uh, Tara's name is on there, and it's just a constant, um, the flatline, teethy face. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, Tara looks at Benny and goes, this seems like a a bit of a subjective scale. And I understand that it is kind of a a tricky situation to approach. I do also understand that uh, there might be some implicit bias here. Is there like evidence based anything or is the, also it's a confusing scale. Are those, are the skulls bad or good? Um, the skulls are bad. Um, and you say implicit bias, it's all gut, right? So, I mean, what can you go off besides your gut? Uh, some things are like objective facts, like when one party member tries to kill a god, you know? I mean, but maybe there's a reason for that, so, you know. You don't think that um, at least warrants a a sketchy face? Um, possibly, but, you know, I mean, I know, uh, you know, trying to kill a god, I'm assuming that you're talking about Eve. And when Oh, good, Eve you understood. Ch- I wasn't sure if that was when obvious Eve- enough. <laughs> no, it, it was. I, I, I don't have that low of an intelligence. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm kind of weak, but my intelligence isn't that low. But, you're kind of um, weak? Okay, sorry. <laughs> her, strength, her strength is pretty low. You know, Eve did... Um, talk about possibly, you know, killing Yidus, but then Eve didn't. And Eve came out of this hole with Edis, and they were laughing. So, happy face, right? 
Yeah, I I guess. Uh, here's my notes. And Tara, minor illusions just into the sky. I don't take notes. I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, um, those are quite interesting notes. And not yeah, it's all a gut feeling, you know. It's not helpful at all in this situation. Well, do you think we should? Do you think we should approach Eve with these notes? Uh, I... Okay, I'll let you take the lead. Because I'm I'm kind of exhausted and it, it, it's it's just a lot, right? So to me, we have to decide anime good, anime bad, uh, hogum good, hogum bad. Because everything is black and white, right? Uh, you, there might be a couple shades. You know what? You're right. Uh, good and evil are implicit and solid. There's no happy in between. face, happy face, sad face, happy face, dead face. Exactly. I mean, don't yeah. worry about the sketchy face. That's uh, that doesn't the, mean the, anything. The sketchy face is just a, a curiosity in between happy face and sad face. Okay. Well, uh, I think our first step is to go grab our friend Chet, and then we could all approach Eve mm-hmm. together in case. As I check my notes, as I check my notes, I'm not sure if Chet is a friend. Well, you know what? If they say keep your friends close or keep your enemies. Wait, just keep something like that. You know what? That's a good idea. Let's let's question Jet. I tried to question Jet, and and they they were very. She was very rude, and I threw sand in her face. <laughs> I'm sure she deserved it. Let's head over there. Okay. As you leave the London Loft Hut, I'm. What other what hut did you take, Jet? And what hut did you take, Eve? Just so I have it down. I'm pretty sure I took the farm. And I took the Pioneer Woman hut. Beautiful. So Benny has a laser room. Smoke-filled laser room. That cool. seems appropriate. <laughs> Sounds good for somebody who is <laughs> at her wit's end. A smoke-filled right. laser room. Sounds <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Nothing to ease the anxiety. <laughs> Oh, as you exit your hut and try to move on to the next one, Yidus will be outside and he will say, How's everyone's evening going? We're going to have a party in the center of town. The theme is seven deadly sins. Come dressed how you want. It's it's not going. It's not going well. Goodbye. What's wrong? (laughs) I can only trust myself. (laughs) Tara makes a face at this moment. I'm right here. And, and possibly Tara at this moment. Why does that bother you, baby? You can only trust yourself most of the time. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't deal with this level of emotional stress of not being able to trust people. Sounds like you need to relax. Come join the party. Drink those sorrows away. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Tara, I think you can probably handle this. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go have some pickle shots. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll meet you there with Jet. Uh, I, okay. I kind of look at Yidus with wide eyes. Um, Yidus will wave. Wait. Okay, great. You know, um, here, um, let me, and she, she pets, um, Carl's Jr. You know, take oh, care yeah. of Carl's Jr. Make sure, make sure that. Make sure the Carl's Jr. is enjoying themselves as well. You know, you don't you don't want to upset them. Yeah. Good good Carl's Jr. Um 
I'm just gonna go as, I guess, sloth because I'm feeling really lazy right now. What the fuck was that? I don't, I don't, I don't. Is that a sloth noise? Did you want a costume? Um, what are my options? <laughs> you just will snap his fingers and you can be in a sloth onesie. How about that? Yeah. I and it's a lazy costume. I guess that's fine. And she puts on the sloth costume and she slowly follows Tara and then turns back to follow Edith and then turns back to follow Tara. I, I'm, I'm, she isn't sure what to do. Hun, you head to the party. I'm sure Eve is already there setting up and whatnot. Uh, maybe you guys can talk out and I'll go grab Jet. Okay, yeah, just make sure to fill out the rest of the notes on Jet. Oh, yeah, sure. Are, is, is she handing me the notebook? Yeah. Is there anything else in this notebook? Because I'm definitely going to flip through it. Um, <laughs> yes, you see the notes about all of the people on, that were on the boat. You see the notes that she had about the book that Anamik had given her. You see the notes um, right underneath Right underneath the book, uh, you see, was Anamik lying to me? Is Anamik giving me this book to confuse me? Um, what the fuck is going on with Anamik and the owl? Um, and then before that, you see, I, I really need to get Hogum and Eve to work together. Uh, they're two very great people, and I love them both. Oh. That's what's in the notebook. Okay, great. Tara goes off to go see Jet. Okay. And Benny will join Yidis. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to ask Yidis on your way to the to Seven Deadly Sins party? Yeah. She'll, sure. She'll ask Yidis. Um, I need to know who I can trust. If that's my deepest desire, will you tell me who I can trust? If that's your deepest desire, I can grant you that. Yeah. Well, maybe you should just trust the facts. But what if what if I'm confused about the facts? What if people's influence and emotional influence over me uh, makes the facts fuzzy and hazy? You know, I, I love people and they may do bad things, but should I continue to help them is, is the question. Benny, how does someone earn your trust? They they continuously do good things that benefit society and ourselves. And how do they lose your trust? They do things that are a detriment to others um, and are a detriment to me. So it seems you know how to trust someone and when to cut them off. The question is, are you following through? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Am I? I'm allowing my I'm allowing my glasses of um compassion to fog my view of trust. Can you take those compassion glasses off? I can give you your deepest desire, but I can't help you grow as a person. Oh. Well, that then you're no help. So let's just go to the party. <laughs> you can't help someone grow. I can make him get tall, though. <laughs> you want to be 6'3"? 
Um, yeah, sure. But make me 6'3". <laughs> okay. You just will snap his fingers and make you 6'3 just for fun. How about it? <laughs> so Benny's just now 6'3"? No. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, but it's the same torso, all leg. No. Oh. Well, this is interesting. I, it does smell a little bit different up here. Huh. Who knew? It's because the heat rises. Well, and so does the stank. You're, you're, you're further away from buttholes, so there's that. Cool. I mean, you'd be just as close to your own butthole if it's all leg. <laughs> That's true. I, just as close to my own butthole, but I definitely clean, <laughs> clean that. Couldn't say the same about you. Damn. I clean mine on a tree trunk. Cool. Let's also, I'm a god, so I don't defecate. So you, okay. so you just rub your asshole against a tree? For fun. For fun. Okay. Okay, well, this has been very useless. Uh, let's just <laughs> keep slowly moving towards the party. You go on and party, I'm going to check on the DJ. And don't forget to visit our gift shop. You can get a stuffed me. Oh, sure. Okay, bye now. Bye. <laughs> Do they have webkins in the gift shop? They're... <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're all $75. Oh, my God. You can grow it and dress it up in your own clothes. <laughs> yeah. And Headless Barbies. We have those, too. My deepest desire is um. free gift shop items. <laughs> Before we transition back to Tara and Jet in the barnyard hut, I'm going to jump in with our mid-game announcements. First thing I get to do is thank our two newest patrons, so thank you, Christian, and thank you, Gabe, for joining our Patreon. Your dice will be shipped out the first week of the month, and I hope you enjoy all the episodes that you get until then, including the episode that will be released this week where I get to go to my first Comic-Con as a lesbian. Uh, dreams do really come true, folks. Speaking of Patreon, if you have not gone to our public poll on Patreon to help us choose the setting for Season 4, there is still about a week left. Uh, we're going to tally the votes on June 1st. So if you have not voted, head to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay. There is a public poll. You do not need to give us any money to vote on this. And you can choose as many options as you want. Currently in the lead, oh, let's check. The top three settings for season four are either a world of fairy tales, literal hell, or fully automated space gay communism, which are all great choices. But maybe you want a space western or an underwater city or a downtown detective agency. So head to patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay, vote for our season four setting, help us decide what we do next season. Now that I've gotten the self-promotion out of the way, here is a message from our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. There are, in our world... Certain places that seem to draw on the strange. Tragic news on this, the first day of school in Chillhaven, as a local teen has been found dead under what authorities are describing as mysterious circumstances. The unusual. So sleeping is difficult because I don't blink, so... Oh my god. The monstrous. <laughs> and then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. What? And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations. So I'm like walking, trying to like subtly unzip my hair out of my backpack. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius. What do they fluctuate, Zeke? The molecules? A burgeoning telekinetic. I think you have telekinetic powers. That's so specific for you to say right now. Um. <laughs> or a social media influencer. And she took a and she took a selfie too, and she put glass their fake glasses. <laughs> Your safety 
is not guaranteed. Why do I keep being made to look at things that shouldn't be? In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High is a real play radiophonic supernatural teen drama. New episodes every Tuesday. Follow us everywhere at Chillhaven High. Tara, like, calmly walks away from Eve and and Benny, and as soon as she thinks she's far enough away, she fucking sprints to the door and is, like, banging on the door. Wait, walks away from Eve and Benny? Oh, sorry, Edith and Benny. Oh, I was like, I'm not... Okay. I I felt so terrible. I was like, no, I've just been listening, (laughs) y'all. Just standing there. (laughs) Are you just sewing in your hut listening to everything outside? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm actively listening. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, but I'm. Just, I, I mean, I was listening as a per, as Jonathan. Okay, perfect. Then continue, Tara. Have fun. So Tara runs up at the door and she's like, "Uh, yeah, I know. You hear uh some loud snoring abruptly cut off and the sound of Jet falling out of bed. Yeah, she's gonna roll up. She doesn't have like any of her uh any of her like chainmail or anything on, but she definitely has her uh, her new favorite sword in her hand. The one that catches uh, on fire. What is Jet wearing? She's wearing like a really like grandma nightgown. <laughs> nice. I assume lots of ruffles and buttons. She's gonna not look you in the eyes and say it came with the hut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sugar. Uh, could you let me inside? Yeah, sure. Like slams the door shut and says, "Listen, I Benny is." Out of her mind, she gave me this notebook, and if you look through it, I, I flip to the page that has like all the skulls and smiley faces and stuff. Apparently, she's been taking notes on all of us, and if she can trust us, she asked me to join some sisterhood of the traveling magic. It sounds like a ripoff of some greater intellectual property, but there's like smiley faces and skulls, and she thinks Eve is like the best thing in the world, and she like doesn't trust us, but she trusts me more than you for some reason. Jet's just gonna take a second to center herself. She's like, I understand that this is important. Um, one For, second, please. Fuck, I just woke up. I don't... Yeah, like... <laughs> fuck. I literally don't know. And, like, she is, like, talking with her hands. Like, Jet is just very empathetically just being like, I literally don't know, like, what else I can do to tell Benny that, like, I'm here for her. I would like to save my brother. That's something I want to do. You know what I mean? And I just don't understand how she can think that someone eating organ or keeping organ. I don't know which one is worse. It's smiley faces. <laughs> I have an emotion. Bad. Sorry. It's just been, it's been a long day. And I feel like I almost died a couple times. Yeah, I just, that's fair. I can't read minds. I just hit things. I just thank you for telling me this, but she's off her rocker. Like she's it got worse on the ship. I don't know. Like water magic or something. Is it a druid thing? She's away from <laughs> trees for too long. It just fucks with her. I, your guess is good as mine, but when she started setting up smoke signals to talk to Mayak, I, I don't know. You're also, honestly, I feel like you're the most mentally stable one here besides myself. Thank God. So. Oh, thank God. Because Eve is totally going to kill Yonsei at this party, right? That's not just me. I don't, wait, is Eve going to kill Yonsei or kill Edis? I don't. It's so hard to keep track of which God he's going to kill. Smiley face. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I will say that Jed has been pacing uh, while this has been happening. Really happy that this is a normal conversation, at least. I just, I literally don't know what to do. All I know is that my brother's at the council. I don't know how to get to the council. Do I even have the right clothes? Do I need an invitation? <laughs> like, the queens well, are there. You might need to change out of that nighty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll Benny's leave it. conversation. Benny's conversation with Loxif is in the notebook. Oh, is it? Yeah. She I... would have written it all down so she knew how to respond. So then you now so then you can share with Jet then that Loxif is planning on coming at dawn tomorrow to take you guys to the council. If Hogan and Anamik are gonna be there, then Loxif's gonna keep them in custody. She's gonna fucking go where my brother is, and she didn't tell me. I, it didn't even come up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, I'm not sure where everybody's loyalties lie, but I do know that I want to save my hometown of Germanata. You want to save your family. We have our goals, and we need to focus on that. And the way we do that is by getting to the council. So we need to like. Hold it together until tomorrow when Loxif comes. Do you have any, like, hot tips on how to get Benny to trust you? Do I just have to be, like, meaner to her? Is it, like, a personality thing? Do I wear too many colors? Like, <laughs> You're actually not too far off. She said we were close because I make fun of her. Okay. Great. I can believe. Uh, also, there's a party. So uh, get changed. It's Seven Deadly Sins themed. And we're, we're going to try to stop Benny from killing someone. <laughs> That's like a great montage. Stop in Deadly Sims. I know which one I am, but I don't know which one Jet is. I think Tara just yells Yetus into the air. Like, uh, <laughs> is it Janet in The Good Place? It is Janet. Yes! Yetus will appear in the hut, kind of crouching down a little bit. <laughs> uh, I would like an outfit for... Uh, now, I don't personally believe this about myself, but I have been told that I can be a little bit vain. So maybe like a large crown, some sort of sash, and lots of sparkles. Vanity coming up. Snaps his fingers and you will appear in a blue sweater, brown pants, and a brown roped cowboy hat with long brunette hair that's uh, curled at the end. Basically, you're Carly Simon. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you're so vain. Real old reference. Oh, oh my God. That was beautiful. Ooh, I threw it back the there for that one. About you. Nice. What is that from? I'm looking you're it up right now. So 72. Vain. You probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. I know I'm gay because I immediately zeroed in on the fact that she's not wearing a bra on this. <laughs> no. Sorry. No, she's not. Good old days. I love it. Yeah, so you're now Carly Simon. How about you? What's your sin? Yeah, Jet's going to look a little ashamed when she says this, but she is going to, she's like, it's wrath. Ooh. Mm. Wrath is a fun one. And the only image that comes to my head for wrath is from... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wrath was the one with the two-piece. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, you've got some black short shorts. You've got an ankle brace on your right foot. You've got a blank cropped, uh, I'm sorry, a black crop top, which is, which have the sleeves cut off at like a slight angle near the shoulder. And you now have long flowy black hair that covers up one of your eyes and purple eyeballs. 
<laughs> Damn. Hot. Yeah, Jet looks good in this crop top. A show off that mostly flesh. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> also, if you look up, you see that Tara's cowboy hat now has a giant tiara on it. Nice. <laughs> nice touch. Wasn't wasn't vain enough. Yeah, right. Seems like you're ready to party. Where's your friend? Uh, oh, I think he's talking about Eve. I can go get Eve a costume. Alone? You can do that by yourself? Are, yeah, I'm not sure. Do you guys get along? Don't worry. I knock first. Okay, that's exactly what I was worried about. Uh, Jet, why don't we just head on down to the community center? Where is this? Just head to the middle of town. Follow the music. Is there a piss fountain in this place? I'm not going near it. You can stay away from the Trev P. Fountain. There's a pool made of real water. Oh, real water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exciting. I guess Tara like looks at Jet and then kind of nods towards the door. Yeah, I'm going to bring my sword. That's fair. Are you going to like Wonder Woman it? Are you going to put it down the back of your dress? Yep, in my butt cheeks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're not going to wake Eve up for this. You're just going to go to the party without him? No, he said he's I'm got I'm not it. waking Eve up. That's not my <laughs> job. <laughs> I think Tara's priorities are just to survive and solve her own thing right now. She's okay. had enough of Eve and Benny. No fat. Then uh, as, you're wa- as you two are walking towards the music in town, Gidus will knock on Eve's door. Uh, why, hello. Uh, come in. Hello, Eve, it's time to party. You're coming to join us. Oh, I do believe that a a party at this moment would be most good for me and my mental health. Everyone needs to release some steam. It's Seven Deadly Sins themed. Oh, fantastic. Well, then, um, I guess since I am perfect and I have none of these (laughs) sins, probably one of the ones that I've seen... Um, envy that would be closest to what i have is pride uh because there is no one else that that does what i do as good as i do oh i tend to agree here's your costume and he (laughs) snaps his fingers and your shirt comes off and you're just wearing green pants do i have a sword have an axe the axe okay (laughs) um and i'm going to Minor illusion, my hair, like, shorter. Oh, and you have a mustache. Okay, perfect. Shorter hair and a mustache. And just muscles are going, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rippling everywhere. Perfect. I don't even know how to do this accent because it's not even really an accent. Okay, I say, well, this is fantastic. I (laughs) look stunning. Thank you, uh, Edith, for making my image uh, as perfect as I am normally. And I walk out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Edith will just follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, what have you been doing this whole time? Slowly walking towards the party. Okay. Slothily. Because her... Slothily. Yeah, because her um, decisions... And all the reason why I chose Sloth for Benny is because she has been a little bit sloth on making decisions on her own, right? She's just slow to come by doing anything. 
because she has literally not done anything that no one has told her to do for her entire life. She lets everyone make decisions for her, so she, when she's left on her own, she doesn't know how to do it. Well, okay. That's why she's having such trouble now, because if she's only left to trust herself, she doesn't know how to function. So then we can have Benny slowly making her way there, and Tara and Jet actually can catch up to her before reaching the party then. So Tara and mm-hmm. Jet, you see Benny up in the distance, sloth costume, just slowly meandering towards the party. She isn't willing to give the emotional effort to make decisions on her own. Oh, Lord, that is the biggest sloth I have ever seen. Um, I... That's Benny, right? Like, that's, that's Benny? Benny. That's Benny. Oh. Benny turns around and says, yeah, I am. I'm pretty big. I did ask for to be like a whole foot taller than I normally am. I'm not sure why I did that, but I did. Yeah, how'd you know that was Benny? She's like 6'4 now. I recognize the torso. Yeah, 6'3". <laughs> I just have slightly long, longer legs at this point. They're pretty nice, though. And she shows off her legs. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I like the all-natural look. I feel like shaving is overrated. It really is. I mean, who has time for it, right? Especially in this sloth costume. Uh, Tara, so did you, you know, click, click, click in her fingers, pointing at Tara, pointing at uh, Jet, you know, and then does a couple snaps. Did you, you know. (laughs) Are you having a spasm? What's happening? (laughs) Um, No, I'm just, I'm just asking, you know, you know, um, did you. I think Tara uh, winks at Benny and goes. Yeah, we talked. I think we're all good now. All right. So, you know, Jet, uh, I just want you to know that that I, I don't necessarily have the mental capacity to um, push you away at this moment because I, I really need people to lean on. And if you're going to be here, you have to be um, willing to to, you know, do your part. I I am literally here to help in any way, Benny. Like I am, I, I'm just, you obviously are distressed by something and I am distressed by the fact that my brother's gone and I feel like we have a goal that we can reach towards together. Like, why would I sabotage you? We, we both are going and ending up in the same place, but that's too happy for tonight. I get the vibe, but you just want to relax. We can like real talk tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. Then and she's going on. to put her hand out for a handshake at that. Benny just gives her a thumbs up and then turns around and starts going towards the party. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that, like, yeah, Jed is, like, visibly deflated at that. Okay. You guys can make, I know it's all sad. <laughs> you guys can make your way to the party. Uh, currently, Rage Against the Machine is playing. Give us a little uh, taste Hardcore. of Hardcore. It. It's Rage Against the Machine, but they're only doing Miley Cyrus covers. Okay. Was that someone's <laughs> truest desire? Party in the USA! This island sucks. I, I hate this island so much. so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. So, 
you're at the party, uh, Rage Against the Machine singing Miley Cyrus just came off, and now it's Nickelback singing Nickelback. We're white girl dancing, Jonathan. Just for you. Oh my why gosh. Would you, why would you do that? Look Chris? at this photograph. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's favorite song. Everyone's going to have different favorite songs. Look at this graph. Oh, I, can only de- I can only dance to How Deep Is Your Love. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Nickelback rendition of How Deep Is Your Love. Can you I was about to like make a sound and look at this deep as your love. <laughs> <laughs> Just grunting. A shop owner will come by and Eve, you can join the party at this point as well. If all four of you want to be there. So you guys are in the middle of town. It's an outdoor party. Uh, a shop over a shop owner will say, uh, if, if you prefer Celine Dion, I have her in my shop. I can, I can put that on instead. No one really listens to this except for fucking Trev. Trev's pee fountain? You seem to not be enjoying the music, am I wrong? Yeah, Trev, the, the pee guy, he likes Nickelback a lot, too, which makes sense. I love um, Nickelback, personally. Yeah. <laughs> fucking God, Get yeah. off. Oh, not because podcast. it's good music, but just because I literally have horrible taste in music. I like Owl City, too. Like, it's just because I have bad taste in music. Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I just want to give you a hug and introduce you to music. Like, do you not listen to Carly Rae Jepsen? Yes, or any other music at all? Like, like Yes, the Emotion yeah. album specifically. Just the, uh, a lot of ABBA. Oh, uh, Naked no. Ladies. <laughs> Are Bare Naked Ladies Canadian too? Yeah. Yeah. Do you listen to Sum 41, Alanis Morissette? Uh, no, but I do listen to a lot of Michael Buble. Okay. Ew. God. Okay, but she named, like, Buble Babe, we knew that. Oh. Sometimes when I'm feeling domestic, I just put on an apron and put on Michael Bublé, okay? <laughs> do you do anything or you just sit around in the apron? I know, I try to clean. It usually works. <laughs> nice. That's I love yourself, Katie. Not Bublé. <laughs> what a beautiful woman to sing Michael Bublé songs to me. <laughs> Good luck, Katie. I I pray for this to happen for you. Thank um, you. Benny says, um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't mind, we can switch to Celine Dion. That's fine. Yeah, sir, I run, I run the gift shop anyway, so you can come check out everything. He'll throw you right over here, and he'll, uh, he'll walk you over to a shop and open the door, let you guys in. Oh my god, are these webcams $75? <laughs> yeah, but don't touch them, they're expensive. Well, what if I want to buy one? Well, then, then you can touch them. Well, how do I know if I want to touch him if I don't touch him before I buy him? That's why they're behind the register. Wow. For you. Welcome. Welcome. I gotta welcome you. Welcome to Theodore's Terrible Things. I'm Theodore. Oh, no. There's another one. You can get away from me. (laughs) There's fucking three of these stores. The first one was Alvin. The second one was Simon. Why wouldn't there be a Theodore? Oh, my God. You're so right. Are you, like, perhaps related? They're, they're my brothers. They, they try and trick you into thinking that they're telling you something good when they're not. I just tell you my stuff's terrible. What, how, how do you stay open as a business? Honest business propositions. And we sell the Yedith dolls, the stuffed Yedith dolls. And you can see there's just a shelf of stuffed, like, animal Yedith dolls. Benny buys one. <laughs> they are two gold apiece. Well... Um. Yeah, I just want to slam the bag of 19,000 gold on the table and say, we'll take the shot. 
Do you want the shop? No, but I will also take a Yita stall. Okay. I do have I do have other things. I have um this is this is terrible. These are called sugar Oh, I did it. I I made a lisp and it's sugar shots. Sugar shots. It's a shot glass made out of cotton candy. Here, look. These are called <coughs> sugar shots. <laughs> right? I al- I also have um I have a catch and release fly paper. Oh, and I've got I've got pinecone rhinestones. Oh. They're pretty terrible. What's that one? Broken up pinecones is all that is. Oh. There's 75 gold. Just like a webkin. Oh, but it's got the word rhinestone in it. The pinecone rhinestone. Very worth it. Very terrible. Oh, well, take them, but I'm not happy about it. Would you like my most terrible item of all? I've got gluten free bread. Two for a dollar. Ooh. That's mean. Personally <laughs> Ironically, everything else in the store filled with gluten. Full of gluten. Yeah, the Yeetus dolls are actually stuffed with gluten, so it's a real weird feel when you grab them. Oh, gross. Nice. Fresh baked smell. Oh. As you are all talking to Theodore and purchasing your items or not purchasing items, um, I need everyone to make me a perception check. Oh. 11. Benny got a 19. I got a 2. Jesus, Tara. <laughs> you walk into the door frame, eyes closed. <laughs> right, Tara's not paying attention. She's rhinestoning her uh, new Yida doll. Perception. Oh, I have a plus 5. I guess I am a little perceptive. Oh, bitch. 8. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This just happened to work out in your favor then, Benny. Uh you hear a little tap at the window of the shop, and you see an owl with a note in its mouth at the window. Benny, you're the only one that sees this. No one else notices that you even notice it. Um, Benny, like, does side eyes, notices that nobody else notices, and sneaks over to the window to take the note. Okay. Uh, you can sneak the note out, and the owl will stay for a second. Did you want to read it now yes. and try and do a... Okay. Yeah, I'll do a stealth check. Okay. Oh, damn. My stealth is amazing. 20, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, I'd say you can safely... Everyone else's passive perception is below that. So uh, you can open the note and see that it says, Remember your fortune. See you at council soon. Stay safe. Uh, the remember your fortune is all in capital letters. Does Benny remember anything about what, I mean, why she would recognize Remember Your Fortune? Um, you were given fortunes by Anamik way back in the day. Yeah. Um, okay. The only fortune that I, Tisha, remember was avoid the yellow mirror. Um, yeah, there can was I three roll, total. Can I roll to remember that? Sure. History. History? Or yes. A, I got a 17. There were, there were three wishes. It was never trust a yellow mirror. You're going to save a hole. Yeah. And that one of you will kill a queen. Oh. One of you will kill a queen. Mm. And she'll send a message back. Okay. Um, and she will say, we'll be there in the morning. 
I mean, I guess that's it. She, that's that's what she'll say. She'll just say, we'll be there for you in the morning. Okay. The owl will take your note and fly off. And that's actually a good place to end this episode. Uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, find out what happens next time on Roll Game Roleplay. Join us next week. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie, and you can find my rabbits on uh, Steady underscore Chicken. With no e. On Instagram. On Instagram. Hi, I'm Jonathan. You can find me on TikTok at Saint Evil Laurent. Um, and I'm really unhappy that. Tisha and Katie switched orders again? I think they do that. Um, they swap no. from the intro to the outro. Yeah, the intro to the outro is different. So the intro... I, I don't think that's right. Because that's what we agreed on in the beginning. <laughs> I don't think that's We're right. never going to figure it out. Um, I just, you know... Okay. I swear I swear to God, that was... I swear to all of the gods, that was the agreement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still think Whatever. you're full of shit, because I don't think that's right. Fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Katie's everyone. <laughs> Bye. 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 I'm gonna listen to the next step. Ep- I'm gonna listen to the previous episode. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. <laughs> Bye for real, y'all. <laughs>